Hello. Now, how, okay. how does it sound now? It sounds better, actually. Okay, okay. Um, I guess I'll say, uh, yeah, you come on this uh, podcast to talk about how you feel and uh, the world of BDSM here. Um, I want to know, uh, first I'm going to let you kind of introduce yourself. Let me get out of the way. I forgot about it. Let you introduce okay. yourself. Um, I am a um, I've had past doms who have called me Red Baby Doll, and so that's the moniker I would like to go by. Um, a little bit about me is I am a recent graduate, um, I'm a mental health counselor, I'm a national board certified counselor, um. Uh, I'm kind of like in the in-between stages. All right. Um, I do not have a dom at the moment, but it's something that um, I kind of, and I think I, I told you, I told you this. I kind of accidentally fell into. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Which wasn't something that it, it was not something that I uh, I looked kind of found me, and it wasn't something that I knew much about actually hmm okay well you would you say you pleasantly surprised or more like oh hell no um when i so i was i was introduced by a past lover um and when he and i started discussing it because he was also kind of like getting into the lifestyle and when he and I discussed it and he started explaining it to me, I was like, oh, that's me. And he was like, no, this is the role you play. I was like, no, 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 that's who I am. And he was like, so you kind of, so it was like, okay, this is where people enjoy themselves, but that's kind of like the lifestyle that I live. So if this is a realm in the world where I can basically be who I am, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Hmm, okay, I, I have seen a few. Um, they want to go in there just for like the scene play, keep it simple like that, and nothing else at all. They don't really care for uh, outside work, aftercare, the subspace, the sub drop. They, they just kind of go in and go in. Yeah, that don't work for me. Sensations, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work for me. Um, okay. Yeah, that works. I, I like that. I like somebody want to go a little bit deeper than surface level well because it's a part of my i i've come to terms with after doing a lot of searching and a lot of healing and a lot of um self-reflection in my past relationships um past almost engagements and things of that nature when i started like really realizing like why these things didn't work out and why i wasn't satisfied it was like, because I don't just need a sexual um, connection. Um, I'm a Scorpio. Sex is kind of like my thing. So <laughs> that doesn't... Oh, like, Scorpio, all right. So that part is not... Um, it's not mutually exclusive for me when it comes to a relationship. I mean, I'm not a person who just goes out and has sex, like like just random one-night stands. But I, I absolutely could be that person, and it would not bother me. Does that make sense? No, to hear more of your story here, I can definitely see more of your side of things. 
now, now that you actually brought that up, um, what would you say would be your hard limits in BDSM? Um, so I have a hard limit about humiliation. That'll do it. Um, because I like to be loved, and I love love, and I like I like knowing that the person cares. It doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be in love and in this whole thing, but because it's not just a scene for me the humiliation doesn't work um what else has been a hard limit it's not it's not pretty much been anything else but my past doms and even some of my past lovers they get to know who i am and so they know where not to go it's really easy for them to pick because I, 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 I'm, I'm a very firm person and I don't want to do that. I won't do that. I'm not okay with that. And we need to figure something else out. All right. But <laughs> in, in, in that same space, I'm very much a pleaser. And so if I know that it makes my partner, whether it's a dime or just a vanilla lover, if it makes my partner happy and it's 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 where I don't feel that I'm going to be taken out of who I am as a person then I'm I will always be willing to try that's all we can do in life right uh, let me see well, if we talked if we talked about the stuff that kind of make it go well oh hell no how about uh, what are the kinks you probably enjoy the most Oh, I absolutely, absolutely love to be restrained. Yeah, we go. And I didn't think, and I didn't think I would. <laughs> what, made, what, made, what made you change your mind on that? Huh? Um, a past lover. Uh, uh, okay, all right. Handcuffed me, and I was like, I like this, this <laughs> baby, baby. You could do uh, this. Uh, Listen. <laughs> I did look okay, uh, <laughs> and, and then the the there was conversation afterwards, and I was like, "So, what made you do that?" And his response and and his reasoning made me feel even even more secure and even more okay with it because I knew that I was safe, um, and I knew that it was for my pleasure, and I knew it wasn't something to harm me. And so, in 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 my my relationships, situations, in relationship I have, that's like a thing for me. If you don't make me feel safe, if you don't make me feel protected, um, and it's even like that in my romantic relationships. If it's if you can't do those things, then it it kind of doesn't work at all for me. Okay, okay, that's yeah. I... I also believe, I tell all the time, especially when doing sessions, if you want to make sure that the submissive is feeling safe. I mean, yeah, it's nice and all to go ahead and make her come all over the place. I get that. But the most other part is the mental aspect. Is she learning? Is she safe? Is she's going to feel better because all of a sudden, all those small aspects that people a lot of times take Um... I can be honest and say my past, my past, um, my recent, my recent, most recent, um, um, I think we had a sexual 
session once and I, I dealt with him I was his submissive for a whole year no it was longer than a year actually and I think we had sexual intercourse once okay now and I, go for- I was okay I All was right. okay within that relationship because I felt safe and I felt protected and of course there was um, impact play and other things that happened um, but I felt care- I felt cared for I felt protected I felt safe and so in that I was okay it didn't it didn't it didn't bother me that there wasn't a, a full-on sexual situation Jesus okay all right um, I guess from this this standpoint um, have you ever had a long uh, lasting BDSM dynamic and if so how was it for you no I haven't and I want one <laughs> oh, I felt I felt that I felt that <laughs> after the whole tournament no no I felt oh yeah okay okay because that that is that is that is actually it's it's hilarious because a lot of times a lot of men approach me I find mm-hmm. that I'm approachable from for some reason <laughs> a lot of men approach me and my response is always you can't give me what I want and their response is always well what do you want and so then when I say it they're like oh I can't you're right I know I told you that <laughs> I warned you oh man um, I was very I'm very I, I, I have come to a place of being very vocal especially after finding the lifestyle because I didn't have I didn't have a word for it I didn't understand how to explain it to people so I would be in these relationships and I would say I need you to make me feel safe I need you to make me feel protected I might need you to tie me up I might need you to choke me and know that I'm okay but I need you to I need you to be aggressive I need you to be directive you to in 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 a lot of ways control me but not control me like I didn't have a way of explaining it but I would ask for these things and then when I would ask for these things I would be either I wouldn't get them or um, they would look at me like I was crazy oh god oh yeah I know know that I I will say especially in the black community we have definitely come a ways with BDSM I know we're still a ways away yeah, I know that crazy look like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I even had a man ask me if I've been raped before because I asked to be choked. Fantastic. You sound like that's like a real swell time right there, I'm sure. <laughs> and I was like I was like and then what and, and, and we were in a, actually we were in the middle of intercourse and <laughs> I, no. I I of course I of course did what you do. Uh, <laughs> I moved I moved his hand around my neck and he was like are you okay and i was like yeah i'm okay he's like like has someone hurt you before and i was like no and he's like well why do you want me to do it i don't want to hurt you i was like i didn't say i wanted you to hurt me i just told you put your hand right here please like that's jesus christ (laughs) all i need for you to do baby i don't i don't need you to do that i didn't i didn't ask you to punch me i didn't ask you to beat me, I, I asked you to put your hand and squeeze, and that okay. 
So this is done. Um, I'm gonna get up and go. <laughs> wow! No! No! <laughs> this is just completely turned me off. You just completely got up. Oh wow! I was like, yeah, I I have to go. I'm sorry. Um, this guy was like, okay, well then that that was really awkward. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I do. I, do, I, do, um, I actually saw, and you know what's funny? I actually saw him recently, and he would not speak to me. So maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's he probably still embarrassed, man. He probably. <laughs> he probably. He probably still remember that 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 traumatic nightmare. That some girl I think the the choker. I'm like, uh, ah, shit, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, you would uh, think with the way that our community has come, and as far as you know, we've come. Especially when it comes to sexual exploitation, sexual sexual exploration, the psyche that we have around sex, and and as beautiful and as erotic that we are, just as a community alone, this wasn't this wouldn't be such a hard hard situation. Like it doesn't it doesn't make like like. And I had to explain this to the, to someone. I said, "Do you realize that there is a ritual?" For women to wear like two ton rings on their nipples in in several different colonies in Africa, you know that, right? Like these mm-hmm. are not things that we are completely impervious to. And so the shock and appallment that comes from one, especially especially a woman saying, "I want you to, I want you." that feels good for me makes me very like it doesn't make sense to me no no you're right um i always told people all the time i had this one um i figured i told the story a few times but this guy would basically tell me how he had this stuff going on and in his case he was saying that his girlfriend wanted the choker and i'm trying to tell him to look do you know how much it takes for the girl to admit to you, knowing you're probably vanilla and that you're going to look down upon her or look like she's a freak or whatever, to admit to you she wants you to get your hand on that throat and choke? Now, I've you, you pretty much you just said, no, you can't do it because you don't want to hurt her. My thing is, man, if you love her, choke her. It's not a hard concept, man. It's, um, it's, it's pretty simplistic. I mean, they got stuff online that tell you how to choke, how to work your fingers around the base of the side part of the head. We want to focus on more of that and pull to the front part of the, of the throat. There's an art form to choking, man. So you really, you know, I don't, I guess I don't get it. Personally, I guess in my situation, when I had um, dynamics in the past, choking was no issue at all. Because you understood their fetish and what they want to enjoy. And, you know, just everybody's pretty happy. We're all good to go. I think I think the the automatic um, thought that someone inflicting pain that's a great way of saying it. so the thought of someone inflicting pain on another person for pleasure is so taboo <laughs> and it, it's crazy because we go get tattoos. Yep. Get piercings. Football. Women, 
I mean, how many times have you heard a woman say, and I remember this as a as a little girl, my mom would say, beauty is pain. We women wear women put themselves in pain daily. <laughs> do you do you realize how painful and how detrimental to a woman's body a pair of heels is? Especially if I'm wearing a pair, especially if I'm wearing a pair of Christian Lucasins. Like you have to realize that we as a society especially in a black community have been through such traumatic pain we don't want to feel pain at all the pleasure the first thought is oh no that that can't work yeah but we we forget the things that we do that are painful for pleasure (laughs) yeah i've been i've been seeing that quite a few times and um i guess one of the biggest things i think i definitely noticed uh, I, I don't I think I think it back. I guess because of what my lifestyle and being around my mentor for so long, I have met quite a few black folks who were in the BDSM. I guess I was lucky in that aspect. Every now and then I did run into a vanilla that said, oh no, it's panking, or oh no, the choking, or oh no, the hair pulling, or the tires, and all that. So I, I can get that. I, said, I, I had to kind of got to a place of being okay with spanking, and that is thankful, I, and I am grateful to um, my last time for that because it wasn't a um, it wasn't a traumatic experience it was very much a I'm spanking you and I'm disciplining you there was aftercare involved and I was told that I was beautiful and I was told that this was for my betterment and, and I wasn't dismissed afterwards so even with that I think a lot of the the issue is that like I didn't just decide I was gonna be a submissive and um, I just advertised to everyone and let anybody be my dominant. I'm very, very selective. I'm very, very particular. I'll ask like a million and one questions and I'm also an empath. So I'll feel your energy. And if I feel like it's completely not lining up with what or what I desire, then that's just it. But I find that so many people, thanks to the horribly written Fifty Shades of Grey, have this uncanny, un- unrealistic <laughs> thought of what the oh, no. is. Fifty Shades of Grey, I've seen that. That I got friends on that. I said, look, that is some over-the-top Hollywood bullcrap. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that they're trying to bring BDSM mainstream in some form of fashion, but that is not... That is not where we want to go for for the truest form of BDSM. That entire that entire yeah, it, it, it was a it was a total mess up. So problematic. It was a mess up, no doubt. He manipulated I, her, and I and I have to explain. And, and and now that like I have friends who are vanilla and are not into the scene, so a lot of times I'll have conversations with them, and they'll ask me certain questions because when I did have a dime, I was very much committed. So we're out, and he texts me, and I'm like, "Oh, daddy texts me, gotta go, hold on." So we would have conversations. They wanted they. They didn't understand the dynamic, so they needed. We have girl talk, and someone brought it up, and I was like, "You realize that he manipulated her into being yeah. his submissive." Oh, I told, she I told all the time that um, if you'd made that movie come out, and that guy wasn't rich, living in a trailer park home, then tell me how romantic that movie would have been. <laughs> this is very true. 
This is very true. <laughs> very, very true. I also think if uh, being honest, she had had other, and, and that's how I feel like he manipulated her. She had never had any other type of sexual experience. He took her virginity from her and then expected her to be able to just walk away from him. And knowing the human psyche and knowing the way that women works, how many women that, that you know truly just had sex for the first time with a man and walked away from him? Mm. I've have met some that I've met at my job in the past. I'm not saying all. I will say especially if they are a virgin, a pretty high chance they're not going anywhere. It's more acceptable to the rule for women to do walk away. It's very, and, and it's it's and most many of them are are like they had it in their mind like I I'm, I'm I waited till this age to lose my virginity. You're gonna be the person to break my virginity, and then I'm gonna move on with my life because I just needed it done. There are those women, but that is very few and far between. Most women have some type of emotional connection to the man that they lose their virginity to. So you break her virginity, and then you introduce her to a brand new world that she knows nothing about. And then you shower her with gifts. You really think she gonna leave you? Oh, I always tell guys the funny part about Fifty Shades of Grey. I said at my old job, I kept saying BDSM and really whatever liked. You do realize Fifty Shades of Grey was written by a woman, and over seventy million copies sold to women. It's jacked up. It's not like the, the most real version of BDSM, but they eating it up anyway. Sad to say. And it was for I'm, her into was the fantasy that she created in her mind yep. it had absolutely nothing to do with her doing her research and asking questions and 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 being curious it had everything to do with what she was hoping would happen to her as she sit in suburbia america yep. <laughs> sipping, oh i know oh, sipping her pinot grigio i i already know what i'm telling them guys man look you got people out here who want to know what bdsm is like and since they don't want to do their research, they'll just go to PJ's of Grey and just automatically assume that's whatever. And you got people like her making a profit off it. So pretty much you got a cycle of ignorance going around. Fun times all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did want to ask you, though, before I forgot here, um, how long have you been in BDSM in total? Like when you first, the first kinky thought that came through your, your mind and like, boom, holy crap. <laughs> oh, that would be 10 years then. Holy wow, okay, all right. Look at that. That, that seed spread real quick. All right, okay. <laughs> um, no, it was it was uh, the 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 person who I began to explore with um was also the person that like I explored within our relationship. Um, impact play, which I didn't know that's what it was then, um, restraint. Um, and those in in blindfold and sensory play and we did all of those things and I dealt with him almost a, a whole decade and so when I met him I was freshly in undergrad and I was excited and I like him and so I was in, in but that's how I realized that I was a submissive because my my feelings for him as 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 a possible or potential partner or even just a lover made me okay with doing those things not necessarily that I was full on interested in them I wasn't against them but it wasn't something that I was just going out to seek but because I had a affinity for him I was okay with that I was okay with letting him 
handcuffed me to the bed. I was okay with him handcuffing me and us being in a public place. Like, we've done that. So, and I didn't think twice about it because of my love and my care for him as a person and as a lover. So, when I started um, researching and I started speaking to people about what being a submissive was and how does that work and, um, you know, what most people look for in a submissive, I was like, you know, I'm naturally that person. I am naturally, if my significant other, if I have such a care for them, I don't have a problem with trying new things. I don't have a problem with relinquishing that control. I'm controlling in the rest of my life. And that's how I always explain it. I'm a very dominant woman in my field. I'm a dominant woman in my career. I'm very bossy in my life. In my relationships, I don't want to have to be that way. In my relationships, I want to feel safe enough to relinquish control and not feel like I have to do everything because I do everything else in the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, do you feel, how can I say this? Because of this, you had to be, have this kind of control the rest of your life. I can tell it's very frustrating finding that spot to just let go quite often, I guess, with a guy or a dog or any manager. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Okay. It's very. I think. Um, and it is. It's. It's. It's almost impossible because as I get deeper into the lifestyle and I research more, there's a lot of people who just want to do things. And for me, that's not. That's not where I am. I'm not just a theme person. You're an intricate part of my life. And so you have to be willing to, to be a part of that. You have to be willing to be my solace and and be my escape and, and in a lot of ways. Sometimes you even gotta go as far as you have to care up and, and, and maybe that's why I enjoy the daddy dom um, dynamic more than I enjoy just having a dominant because you have to care about my well-being. Because in a lot of ways, because I'm so bossy and I'm always on the phone, I've like worked. I was in. I was a full-time student working two full-time jobs at the same time. So like my life was very hectic, right? My life was always very hectic, and then I, I take care of my family and things of that nature. So there's a lot, and I'm in a sorority. So there's a lot about me that allows for me to always have a busy, busy schedule. If you're gonna be a dominant in my life, whether it's a, a partner, a lover, or just a dominant, period, if you're gonna be in that role in my life, you have to take you have to take stock in that. And so you might have to punish me because I didn't eat today. Um <laughs> like like seriously, like that is a no, that no. is a that is, that is a thing for me. That and it's funny because my last time we had an agreement and and i don't have a problem with being transparent in that fashion um and i talked to him about it and made sure it was okay one of our agreements was i get a spanking if i didn't get at least four hours of sleep because i'm an insomniac and i had to figure out a way to get sleep because he cared about my well-being he cared enough to know that somebody had to remind me to sleep so if you're not going to sleep i'm going to teach you to sleep I'll do it. I'll and do it. he did. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> so I'm a teacher. Here we go. What was it and it did. It, it took a while. I, I, I had many a thanking for it. 
but it didn't um <laughs> it was very <laughs> but that's where my affinity for spankings came from because it was like okay i know you're doing this because you care about me and it hurts but shit okay <laughs> like i just gotta take it because oh yeah i didn't sleep i'm sorry <laughs> don't sleep now angel it's just sleeping now okay all right um good thing is how you have specialized if i'm 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 glad you're on. I I I want to be as honest as possible. I want to hear all the raw. I'm loving it. You know, a little spank sleep would be a nice little nice little commercial. Spank to sleep. You know, the spank sleeping. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You but but being if I'm gonna be honest, what's funny is since he and I have not since we have not really completely severed our relationship, but since he's no longer my dominant, um, I haven't slept. You what? Because you hadn't slept. I was. I haven't slept. I don't sleep like I was. I was sleeping, but it makes sense. It is very clear that that is something that I need in my life. So as I maneuver through the lifestyle, I find that it's a, especially in the black community, it's a lot of men who just want to do things, and they don't want to put the care in. They don't want the. They don't want the responsibility of that. And so I've just been a little sub out here alone. Yeah, I always tell that um, playing play partner and actual real DS relationship dynamic is a whole other ball game. I done that years ago, and I know how much it entails to make it work. And yeah, a lot of them don't want to do that, so they want to do a scene, so they want some just want to just use it as a way to get off. And, oh yeah, I'm a dom. Oh yeah, I'm this. And they just use it as a quick way to get whatever they want. I've seen some of those too. Um, the actual real deal you got to study take time and learn a person there's sub drops subspace are pretty deep you know and usually for what I've noticed the ones that are more controlling in the day to day life the ones that are more bogged down I got so much stuff just so wound up usually have some of the strongest subspaces and, and sub drops that I see and that for that one I would say after care is even more needed you know um, I always say I'm a bratty, needy sub. And if you cannot take care <laughs> of a bratty, needy sub, then I'm not for you. I like to be spoiled. I am extremely needy, even though I'm very understanding. But it's yeah. very easy if I've chosen you as my dominant and I'm very, and we've come to that agreement, it's very easy for me to get into subspace with you. So it's easy for me to be needy because. I want that. I want. I want those feelings, and I think that's the part, and especially in our community, that people don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, they don't like going. When it comes down to a lot of the nitty gritty stuff, I've yeah, I had to talk to my mentor about that. A lot of those things like that they don't really talk about too much. It's always about oh, how to get them off. Oh, I spanked that ass. Oh, I tied her up. But about the sub drop, the crying, the mental. The, uh, the mental taxing, the stuff going on, the deepness, the closeness. A lot of times they try to avoid those kind of things or don't go in enough depth in those areas. Um, I did want to ask you, though, and I just brought this up. What are things about B the most? What are things about BDSM that you're not too fond of the most? I'm not fond of people using it as a... Uh... As a, as a as a 
almost as like a victim picking playground. Oh boy. And so I've noticed that there's a lot of, um, especially when it comes to to black men being with black women in in the lifestyle, it's very she's weak. I see that she's weak. I'm gonna exploit that. It's not she's new and maybe I need to teach her. But in a lot of ways, I and I say this often, this lifestyle and even the porn lifestyle and sex work and things of that nature is just a microcosm of how our world is on the outside. So it's very clear. It's 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 just an example of how it is in the regular black community. Um, no, that's true. And instead of being very nurturing and loving, it's self-centered and more about Okay. Yeah, it seemed all of a sudden the thing just dropped the whole I couldn't hear nothing. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Oh, it's okay. I know how to, I got, I got editing tools. I can literally just glue the other one and like, boom, like, happened. Okay. Um, so that, that is very, that, that victim, I'm going to pick a victim and get what I need out of the situation is the part that I dislike the most. I think what I love the most is seeing as, in that same token, seeing how many people stick together, seeing the camaraderie in the community, um, in the community is very, very um, empowering mm-hmm. and very um, inspiring in a way. And then I just love to be tied up, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, I, I found out doing. Um, doing more that rope therapy, I found how many people really do like being tied. Oh, okay, okay, it's cool. Um, I will say that um, I also know it's in BDSM, depending on the type of dom, you have to be really careful because it's like there's also bad doms or fake doms. There are also bad subs, fake subs as well. As I've seen some that would take advantage if a dom had compassion or caring, some subs looked upon as weakness and they would have to be more disrespectful in time only to find out that hey he's not weak and by that time he'd already made his mind up and he's just moving on um like I said there's brats and then there's just being downright what they called it being an asshole I told my friends that I seen brats be mischievous to go ahead to spank them we're all in our business then the other type that does malicious stuff like trying to go to your family Try to expose them and just being some nasty type psychotic type ness. Um, that's why I said there are levels of what you can do as opposed to what you're able to handle, as opposed to talking to your dumb in a mischievous light, as opposed to just being just toxic. If I said I would go for both ways for um, the subs alike. Um, I just had that conversation with someone actually, and I actually had to apologize. Um, to someone because even though he wasn't my dom I realized that I was treating him as that way and that's not what he was ready for we were friends it wasn't something in that and I realized I was like oh I'm being so toxic right now I'm expecting like I'm expecting him to do something that he doesn't even know what he wouldn't even know what I mean if I brought this to him Oh, how dare me you know like and and it, it was because I felt comfortable and I felt 
felt safe and I so it was again I slipped into subspace really really quickly um and I was like oh shit oh yeah <laughs> and I had to apologize and, and and I had to check myself and I had to I had to say you know of course I'm I'm building up my my agility to not just so easily fall into subspace because of that reason I don't want to for people who are not in the lifestyle and, and are just in my life I don't want them to feel obligated to that you know now that you bring that up there was an article I read about that I might send it to you later but they were talking about the phys- uh, psychological and the physiological versions of subspace or even deeper how much depending on the certain energy a dominant might have like literally it was this guy was talking about that you can literally be around a submissive and depending on how he walks talks how he able to um, talk to the submissive sometimes they can get in that space from a certain word a trigger mm-hmm. a hands move or even just its smell or its very presence can cause one to go into some space. And depending on what she knows or how to handle it, they had breathing exercises to help to help submissive to bring themselves back to earth. Mm-hmm. Some that know their power can take advantage of that. Because some can mm-hmm. go so deep, they don't even realize they just went there. I've, I have I had one, this happened years ago, where she was telling me she was able to reach such space when I entered the room. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody's like that, but I'm saying that it can sometimes happen. And when it does, some people may, don't even know where they even do that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm very clear on certain words that men say to me. And if we are not in that dynamic, if we, and, and I'm very clear, you can't call me baby girl. Yep. You can't. Yep. Because the moment that you do, I go there and I don't think twice about it. It's very, very natural for me. There we go. There and so I'll be very clear um, with like, even like past friends. Cause of course I, I, I'm actually one of, I'm not one of few females, but I have a lot of male friends. And so of course, and I'm the baby. So everybody, hey baby girl, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> and they're like why wow. I was like look I just don't and, and and I wouldn't even be explicit about it I was like you know I just don't like the word we can't do that like you, you can't and uh, my past Dom he and I had that conversation and um, he would always ask me he would say it and my automatic response is yes daddy He's like, why do you do that? Like, I'm just talking to you. I was like, but it, it's automatic. I don't have a thought to not do that. <laughs> See, they don't, they don't understand. They do not understand. And so, no, no, he, I, I think he very much understood. He didn't realize it took, it was, he didn't realize it was that easy for me. Because in his mind, um, and, and we had previously talked about it, I wasn't, it's not like I'm a, I'm not a professional submissive. It's not something that I was very much into on like a, um, this is like a lifestyle thing for me. It wasn't when he met me. So he didn't realize that he had gotten to that point and and we had gotten to that point in our relationship where it was that easy for me. I always tell people to always watch the triggers and people can change and they can evolve. They can definitely evolve (laughs) over time. After hearing your trigger words, that's 
Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Would you say everybody recognizes that, or only a few actually understand? Or I think, at least from my encounters, um, most of them, when I say, I'll say, you can't do this, or I'll say, um, that's not okay for me because it leads me here. They'll say, okay, I understand. I've only had one person who was like, but he was a very, very strong dominant. And we actually ended up not getting into a dominant submissive relationship because I just was like, I can't, it doesn't work. But um, I think I told him, um, I told him a certain, a certain stance bothered me. And it's not that it didn't bother me, but it was something that triggered me into going into substates. And it was how he, it was very apparent that that's what he was trying to do. And he would do it in public places that just was inappropriate. And when I said it to him, he was like, well, that's just who I am. And you're going to have to deal with it. Uh-oh. And I was like, huh. All right. Like, this is done. Uh, this is over. Um, I'm gonna block you now, cause this is not gonna work. <laughs> like a real fun conversation there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, been the only time I've ever had someone who wasn't understanding or very um, compassionate to me, saying like, "This is what brings me into subspace. This is a trigger for me." this is you know and I don't always want to be in that space when I'm with you or whatever the case may be and that he was the only one and I was just like you're just arrogant and you're probably not even a real dom it doesn't even feel like it anymore so I yeah I'm done uh, I even I told a few guys that not every dom type is the same the only ones I've seen that actually did the real ones i seen I kept telling guys to look, the ones you talk about where, oh, she's barefoot and chained up in the kitchen, yada, yada, yada. I said, first of all, it's a misconception you see a lot of times on TV. And the real ones, as they are going that far extreme, they're usually doing a master-slave contract. So, yes, they mm-hmm. actually have contracts for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they take a lot of discussion, a lot of communication, a lot of talking and setup before they even get to that point. They take it seriously. I mean, just as there are um, people who want to be that controlling to the point to almost the oomph degree, there are slaves who want people to have that much control. Personally, that's not my thing. I don't want that much control. That's not my. I mean, I'm pretty cool to being into the problem with daddy. I'm alright with that. But complete master-like control. That's I mean, true master-slave contract style. That's a whole another ball game there. And it's very, very, it's very, 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 um, not strict in, you can't go outside of it, but it's very strict in, they understand the dynamic between them, and there's nothing that can, there's nothing that can penetrate that. Mm-hmm. That, that is some powerful stuff. Those are the ones where, yeah, it's, yeah, you can get that deep. <laughs> I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> I'm just saying, as long as people are okay and they communicate, then all right. But if you got some guy saying, it's my thing, deal with it, there's no discussion, no communication, no contract, nothing, then yeah, there might be some problems. <laughs> there might be some issues. Um, but okay. 
I am glad I was able to hear your perspective on this. You sound definitely like uh, quite the happy one here. I like that. According to my paradigm, I am a very, I am a, um, I'm a living submissive is how he would always say it. I was like, well, what do you mean? What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? He was like, you live to be submissive. He's like, and no one would ever know that unless they get to know you the way that I know you, but you live to be submissive. I was like, nah, like, you know, no, I don't. And he's like, you do. He was like, think about it. And when I started to really start like going through like the things that I want, the things that, that the things that make me extremely wet, like the things that make me go into subspace and things like I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> see, see, there we go. There we go. He's right. (laughs) (laughs) And it was very, it was very, it was a very aha moment. And I was like, okay, so what do I do with this information? It sounds like your mind's already going there already. Okay, let me me think about this. (laughs) Certain memories get to that spot. Okay, all right. I can tell. In many ways, yes. Jesus, okay. Well, in that case, I can tell already you would probably really do, you probably really work well with rope. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, that, you know what's funny? I, I, so when I first decided that I was going to take being a submissive serious, um, someone sent me like the BDSM quiz thingy, right? And I took it. And I was like 90% rope bunny. And I remember asking <laughs> what that meant. I was like, what is that? What is a rope bunny? Like, what does that mean? And I, like, started researching. I was like, oh, that looks fun. <laughs> oh, I was I'm... like, ooh, you can make me a corset out of rope? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can, and, like, I can be tied, like, my hands can be tied to my feet, and then I get pleasure while I'm doing that? Like, yeah. what? Like, and, I, and I was like, and then so then I started searching the different type of rope techniques and katana and things like that. And I was like, this sounds so much fun. Yeah, I, I told my uh, one way you can try going about it. Let's say you want to go out to eat, all right? And you want to go and, you know, whatever you're done. I said, you can try first do a little karate, take her clothes off, put a karate on the body. Or you can maybe just leave just the panties on. And now while doing this, you'll make sure you get the rope between the legs and make it just tight enough to make sure you feel all the pressure up on there. Now, after you get out of the way, you can find like a little mini vibrator. You know, just the right side with the remote control. You can slide that inside while the Dom had the remote control in his pocket. And while it's in there, use the rope to put pressure on there over the panties. So now with the rope between the legs on that spot, that toy is not coming out with the panties and the rope on it. And then you go out to eat, then you can turn it on anytime you feel like it, and the vibrations will travel on the rope up and up your ass, from your crotch, all the way around. Oh, you just around here making people come in restaurants, huh? That's one way to help get the mind flowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, the best part is wait till a waiter, waiter comes around and says, can, can I have your order, sir? And then go ahead, you know, just take your time and just turn the remote control on while she's trying to talk and watch the fun. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> I would probably I don't I'm not gonna say I would freak out. I would 
I probably would be ravenous after that. I know, and the best part <laughs> is you can tease for hours on end. Depending how well the vibrator is, it has a more like seven modes. You never know how long one for like increasing the vibration after so much, and one for like just teasing, like bzz, bzz, stop, bzz, bzz, stop. So it's just gonna keep going like that for a few hours, and you know, you won't be able to come, but you're definitely gonna feel it. And just keep changing the flow for the whole time at the restaurant, and you know, just watch different faces one might make, and you know, see what happens. Oh, and huh? that's horrible because I make faces <laughs> in regular life, so that would that would be so bad for me. Oh yeah, look at that. Fancy. I make faces in regular life. That would be so bad for me. And then I I know that I'm I'm very much a brat, so the the response is is, is that would just be bad. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be very interesting. I'm like, huh? Look at this. I'm just... That would be bad. I would be in trouble. I would be oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. be on my knees for hours. Oh yeah, I can see. I know that when it comes to. I think I remember I had a person ask me about that and during sessions. I said, one thing I do like to do is orgasm denial and edging. Basically, you try to keep one on the edge. I'm, I'm aware. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> That's not a good memory. Oh, I know. I can tell. I can hear the tone of your voice. It hit a happy, happy spot. <laughs> I guess that. It was, oh. it was torture. Oh, it was, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I, I think that was the first time I cried and I'm like why would you do this to me I thought you loved me why would you and see that's, it's a mix of constantly putting the body through that yo-yo effect and getting the mind going there's also a mental thing too it also helps bring about one of the bases of the fact that you got the whole pain pleasure mental fuck going on there you know well that was and that was the that was the response the response was i do love you and this is why i'm doing it and i was like but you don't oh my god why would you do this to me and it, it, it was it just went on and on and on and it was it was yeah yeah mm, yeah Mm-mm. see i'm so happy i didn't get into role play because that would kill me Oh, I can tell you probably have a lot of fun, fun reactions. Look at that. I think, I think I would. I think I am a very expressive person, so that would be very hard for me. And don't forget orgasm denial when you go that far, then just stop. Then you hear all kinds of sound effects. Sometimes I want to cuss you out, huh? It's not, it's not even, you know, it's just, it's, it's so, I, but in, in this, and this goes into me being very much a submissive and being um, very clear about I am I, I don't full on go into like I don't need to be a little I don't need to be a little but I am very much your baby girl so it's very like why would you do this to your baby girl you love her like why would you do this and then, <laughs> and then you but 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 why and, 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 yeah all because they care Mhm. Mhm. Like they put a smile on that face, huh? Mhm. <laughs> and then I, and then, and then, I actually re- I can recall a scene, and it wasn't a scene. It, it ended up it ended up being a scene, probably because I misbehaved. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, oh, but it was- wasn't supposed to be a scene. It was very much um, we were 
we were going to get we were going to get food and I asked for something and I didn't get what I asked for I I asked for a kiss that's what it was I asked for a kiss and he told me no I don't like the word no in my regular life in BDSM life I don't like that word it just doesn't work for me I'm extremely spoiled I I don't like it I just you can tell me not right now you can tell me later but telling me no just does something to me I just don't like it because then I feel rejected and it, it just doesn't work and he told me no and I pouted I'll never forget I pouted oh man yeah, I, and I, I had can, to I walk and I had to walk with my head down yeah I can the see rest of the, the rest of the way and then we get in the car and he started his orgasm deprivation and I cried Ooh, I mean, that was a deep one wasn't it I was so hurt cause you already told me no and then you don't let me. And then you don't. And then in this, in 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 this particular situation, it was a long distance situation, so I didn't get to see him very often. So you know, my orgasms came when I saw him, because I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a masturbator. I'm not a self pleasure. I've never been, and maybe I should, and maybe one day I'll get into that, but I'm not. Trust me, I, I, I've had a podcast on no fap and sexual transmutation. You're on the right track. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that. Like, I'm not a person who masturbates at all. I don't. Um, because I feel like sex is such an energetic exchange, and I feel like I want to exchange that with my partner, whomever that may be. And although I love myself, and I'm, I, I, I know what makes me feel good. I don't need to do that alone. But that's just me. So he was very well aware. Like I, this was like a this was like a three week, four week stint where I hadn't had an orgasm. I was very cranky, was very bitchy, and I was very bratty. He's like, "So you want to misbehave? You <laughs> threw a tantrum. Oop! Time to get the mind right. And so now you now you have to do it. And so like I had to wait, and it was so torturous. <laughs> I remember crying. I remember being so upset. Uh, and then I remember I think I I think I like I even said I was like, you're not acting like my daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's but- like, I'm very much acting like your daddy. And if you tell me that again, I'm gonna spank you in this car. I was like, but it's not fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everybody wants a daddy for all the fun stuff, not to come to the discipline part, though. You know, I have learned to be thankful for my discipline. It makes it go by. It makes it go by faster. So I will always be thankful. Be grateful. Smile. I will be thankful. I will be grateful. It'll go by faster, and then I get what I want. So. You know, the win-win situation here. See, 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 she figured out the happy code there. It she took me a while. Out. Took me a while. It, it, it takes a few a while when it comes to that kind of thing, but every now and then, that light bulb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad I got to hear your perspective on all of this here. I have learned a lot, Red Baby Doll. This is, yeah, this is pretty awesome here. 
there anything else you'd like to say before I uh, close up this? I think you're an amazing dominant from what I've been able to. I've been like listening to you for hours on end now. So well, don't call me a stalker. I was just like, <laughs> it's like, hold on. He he has he has his voice. He has a dominant presence. I like it. I need to I, I, I need to see what's going on. And so I can say that I think whomever are your submissives are very lucky to have you. I think whoever gets to have an opportunity for you to do rope therapy with them are very lucky to have you. I think you are on the right track and I am thankful and I'm grateful for your presence. Um, I appreciate you if nobody tells you. That's, that's, that's a, that kind of thing there is honor and uh, here's his kind words. I always say all the time, a yes, that baby girls and submissives and littles, yes, they do need all the positive words and affirmation. But hey, dominance like hearing it too, you know. Right. Here they are. Oh, thank you. Okay. I like that. We might have to go ahead and do more talking for this for sure on uh, another podcast some other time. I can tell you definitely enjoy BDSM. I just enjoy talking about BDSM or whatever or however. <laughs> I love what I do. <laughs> I, and, and, and that is in and of itself a gift because there's many people who don't and it's very apparent. Oh yeah. Some for some, there's some right now doing this just to get paid. That's it. Don't get me wrong, we all got live, we all got put food on the table, and yes, it's nice to get paid for something you love, but also at the same time, people are human and it's good to care about people too while doing your job. At least you don't give it a shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thank you, Mr. Noir. I appreciate you. That's okay. All right. I will say I have definitely been a pleasure, and um, that's all for now. And I hope everybody enjoyed. Until next time. Bye-bye. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR Y'all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time. <laughs>